All right, all right, all right. To the Misfit Nation. We have chatted extensively about mindset and being a better version of you. We have also spoke about mental health and the effects it has on you. Most adults have a way of masking their internal issues by having a different persona outside in the public. This gives the version they believe people want to see. We are all supposed to be this perfect picture, the picture of society wants us to be flawless. Everything has to be immaculate as we go through life. Well, our next guest, he shattered that stigma when he realized it was hurting him more than helping him. So without further ado, let's get Clay Smetzer on here. All right, welcome to the show, Clay Smeltzer from Purpose Infused Brotherhood. How are you doing, Clay? Oh, man, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me here, Rich, and uh, just super excited to chat with you today and, uh, you know, help your audience out, and they help us out, too, and actually from you, and you learn from me, and have a good time, man. That's right. We bond together, and we share each other's uh, strengths, uh, our shortfalls, and we wind up better on the other side. Absolutely, 100%. So uh, tell me a little bit about your backstory. So you know, a lot of the audience won't know you, won't know you mm-hmm. if you're not a household name. So tell us a little bit about your story so they can get to know you a little better. Absolutely. Well, well, for me, my name is Clay Smeltzer. I'm the founder of Purpose Infused Brotherhood, which helps driven men become the best version of themselves by building, battling, and bonding together. And we help men get initiated into a family where they belong. But that journey kind of started for me in building the brotherhood. Uh, when I was 35 years old, I was living by what the world told me I should be and what everyone else was telling, telling me I should be. But, you know, I, I was being that responsible man, you know, I was, uh, I was filled, but which means the responsible man is like, I was going to work. I have a career. Like I'm, I'm also, te- you're, you, I've heard that you're, you're not heard. You've said that your wife is a middle school teacher. I'm also a middle school teacher too. So um, we are, we're kind of the, the crazy ones out there, but uh, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> but I was doing that. I was teaching, you know, I had my career, came home. I had, we have three kids. I, you know, my wife, uh, we have a dog, two cats. We got a yard to mow. We got all this stuff, but I was being that responsible man, taking care of providing, protecting for the family. But I was also filled with worry, anxiety, anger, stress, negativity, shame, fear, man. That list went on and on because I wasn't taking care of me. I was giving to everybody else besides, and I wasn't giving to myself. And the proverbial then shit hit the fan where I'm on my couch over here in, in my office and my wife and I are watching a Game of Thrones episode. She's sleeping. I don't know how she was sleeping, but through Game of Thrones. But <laughs> I, I was watching that and uh, one of the scenes in there was the whole door scene um, basically threw me into a, a, a complete anxiety panic attack. Um, but that wasn't the, the big I've had those before, but the big thing was I was sitting there and my wife was sleeping on me. And I'm thinking about myself as I'm going through this and feeling hot and sweaty and all this kind of stuff and just going into this panic mode. And I'm sitting there going, man, if I can't take care of myself, how am I going to take care of my family? And uh, that was the point in time where I was like, things have to change, you know. And and I think men change for two reasons. One, because there's a golden carrot way out in front of you that looks really good. <laughs> or the shit hits the fan. And and for me, that that was it. You know, that was my change agent and it said, hey, something need to happen. So from that moment, you know, I, I started to dive into all the things I didn't want to deal with about myself. You know, all the things I listed there, negativity, stress, shame, fear. 
um, I dove into those. I, I what I call the shadow. I walked into it, and uh, it wasn't fun. It wasn't nice. But from there, being able to go and and deal with the things I didn't want to deal with that I shoved back in my mind that that were painful, that hurt, that made me vulnerable. Um, those things like that. That's where the purpose infused brotherhood came from. Because out of those, out of uh, our symbols, the phoenix, and I love the phoenix because out of the ashes comes a brand new phoenix. And, and that's what I always say. We, we, we talk about phoenix cycles and you've been through them. Everybody that's listening here has been through it. I've been through it. But what a phoenix cycle is, is you'll burn your old self down and out of those ashes comes a new, better version of yourself. And uh, that's kind of what I've done. And I've taken that concept and really just built a community of men who come together weekly um, different things that we got going on. We got an event coming up here um, that just our, our retreat. We're just going to get together and, and chill. And But we bring men together to build battle and bond so we, we can be the best versions of ourselves because when each individual takes care of themselves, they can expand that out to everybody around them. And the world's just a better place because of that. So that's oh, my story. That's, man, that's, a, that's a good ride you went on, and uh, that's a full house you have right there. <laughs> yes. Woo. Of course, and at some point during there, I'm sure you had other, like you said, you did have other bouts of anxiety before, but, but you probably didn't really recognize them as that at, at that point. Oh, no, no, I did. Weird oh, you did? Okay. No, no, I, I, I hid my anxiety for 15 years. So, okay. Oh, wow. I wanted, I wanted to be the, the tough guy who could handle it all by himself. Well, I've learned throughout the years that, you know, as men, we like to be the tough guy, do everything by ourselves. But the problem with that is, is we got to understand we can't do everything by ourselves. And there's times that we need to reach out for help. But I, I didn't want to do that because right. if I reached out for help, that means I was going to have to deal with the stuff I didn't want to deal with. And I didn't want to do that. So it took me till 35 to be able to be like, <laughs> all right, I got to deal with this stuff now. So, And I think that's a transformation. A lot of the listeners can uh, can go right in with that as they a lot of them were in the military or or other services such as the police force or fire services, if you have something that's perceived as a weakness to the person standing next to you, you're not going to let them know. Absolutely. And you're going to keep you're going to keep that festering inside you until that one day when you you hit that rock bottom, you hit that yeah. you hit the floor, and you have to bounce up on your own somehow at mm-hmm. that point. And I think everyone on this call that's going to listen to hear this in the audience is going to have an aha moment on that, and that's me. <laughs> oh yeah. So, Absolutely. And, and, and the thing that the crazy thing about that, too, is is just like I don't know if, if people around because I was I, I was looked at as like Mr. Positivity. But the problem is, is I wasn't Mr. Positivity in my own mind like that wasn't happening. So I was basically faking everybody out. But the worst thing, I was faking my same my, myself out. And but the thing is, is we try to mask what who we really are and our faults and our weaknesses. But the problem is, is everybody already knows them anyways. <laughs> we just don't want to call it out. You know what I mean? Like my wife, are, my when I, when I finally got the guts and it was after that moment to, to, it was probably two weeks after that. And those two weeks were like, hell man, I was just like, I couldn't, I couldn't, I could not shut all the weird stuff that was going on in my head. And, and I finally got to the point where I was like, hun, like, um, I have this, I have anxiety. It's all day, every day. I can't shut it off. I, and, and I just, I just don't know what to do right now. And, uh, I just wanted to stop. And she's like, I'm here for you. I don't know what to do either, but I'm here to support you. And I'm like, no, wait, 
You're not going to think it less of me? Like, you don't think I'm a wussy or less of a man or like, <laughs> you, no, wait, hold on a sec. Like, you're, you're okay with this? And she's like, well, I'm not okay with it, but like, I'm here to help you. I'm not going to like down you because you're going through something. Like, I'm, I just want to be here to help you get through it. And I'm like, well, shit, I should have said this like a long time ago. This would have been a lot better. But all these things that we project on ourselves, like, hey, this is going to happen. I thought, you know, I thought she was going to think less of me, but the problem is I was thinking less of me. It wasn't, it was, it was me mirroring what I thought onto her, which right. wasn't the case. And I was like, oh. so, and, and that's one of the things, like when I talk about the brotherhood and we have conversations, you know, it's like, I'll say something like I'm going through. Yes, I lead, but I also, I also participate and, and learn as much as everybody else in the brotherhood, but I'll say something like I'm going through and struggling through. And then one of our other brothers are like, dude, I'm going through the same thing right now. I'm like, Holy, holy crap, you are too. And I'm like, I thought I was the only one, you know? And it's like, we get that mentality. We know it's not true that we're just the only one, but when we're going through the stuff, when we're, when we're bogged down by like work life balance, when we're like driving home, we're like, Oh my God, I got to do this and this and this and this. I got all this stuff going on. And we just feel drained. You know, we feel like we're the only one that goes through that, but we're not. And having, conversations like you and I are today, those are the ones that allow us to be able to reach out and finally like say something or get help or reach out and have some other guys that you're like, Hey, you know what? I can actually talk with this guy about stuff other than football beard and, and you know, and stuff like that. So although those right. are fun to talk about as well, but you know, you can go a little deeper. Time and place too. So yeah. you gotta do that. Absolutely. Like even, uh, 10 years ago, I wouldn't, be able to tell my buddies what just happened to me as far as not being able to eat meat anymore. Yeah. I'd be ashamed to say, I can't sit around and burn meat with you and drink beers. But now I just, I just walked out and say, look, I got bit by a tick. I can't eat meat anymore, guys. Yeah. Oh, bull crap. That can't happen to you. I said, well, it did. And uh, here's the medical proof shows it. Yeah. But I said, I mean, I hate it myself. Believe me, I can't, I'm, I'm just sitting here smelling your meat so to make myself feel full. <laughs> so this is awesome. But, I can share it with you now. <laughs> Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause just like you said that you know, all those years, 10 years ago, not probably not even 10 years, six years ago, before I got out of the military, I wouldn't tell, I wouldn't have told anyone. I would just faked it. Yeah. Would just took the meat and like threw it behind me as I was eating or something or threw it in the trash and just eat the rice around it just to, to show I was still part of them. Yeah. Yeah, man. What, what are the crazy things we do to feel part of something? You know what I mean? That's, <laughs> that's, that's crazy. And, and first of all, I want to, recognize you for your service to our country and and the reason why we're able to do what we're doing and have this conversation here is because it's men and women like yourselves uh who are able to fight for freedoms all around the world so i super appreciate that and and super proud of what you've done in every service men and women out there and all the all the facets of what they do i appreciate it thank you very much yeah you're welcome so you're uh how you said you're gonna have a retreat here soon where do you hold those yeah. Uh, this is actually going to be our first retreat. So, um, it's, uh, we're, we're holding it at one of our brothers has a uh, eight acres here in Pennsylvania. Um, so we're going to be holding on his land. Um, we're going to do some camping out. We're going to be doing uh, some, uh, he also has a forge. So he's actually done, he's, um, forged some, uh, throwing knives. So we're going to do some forging too of our own. We're going to do some throwing knives. We're doing some, um, probably just sitting around a campfire telling some stories. Cause this will be the first time we, because of COVID and everything, It'll be all the right. first time that we actually physically meet because we got guys all over the United States uh, and up into Canada. So we got guys flying in from California, coming up from coming down from Michigan, stuff like that, um, down in uh, Maryland, Delaware, up to PA. Um, so we got 
everybody kind of conversion here and uh, to be the first time that we actually meet in person. Um, now we meet every week over, over zoom in our brotherhood group. Um, and we got, we got, we got groups run every Tuesday and Wednesday for guys all, all over the country. And, um, but this is, this is so cool because it's like, I'm now actually going to be able to like physically see these people <laughs> and, you know, give them a hug and be like, dude, man, like, I love you, brother. Like, it's awesome. Like it's, it's really cool. I'm, I'm super excited for it. Um, I got to meet a couple, couple of them the other week and uh, went around, played around a golf and it was just really cool. It's it, it, you, you talk on zoom, but then when you're face to face and you're in person, it's like, it gives it a whole nother feel and a whole nother level of just that bond that uh, you build with guys. And I have no problem, you know, like saying like, man, I love these guys because we've, we've battled together. Like we went through, we've gone through some stuff, man, you know, together. And it's, it's important to have that bond and to be able to battle together and, to be able to build those foundations in ourselves, but with other people as well. And to see them as more than an icon on Zoom is probably amazing after yeah. two, almost two years of that's all mostly most of us can do. Even motivational speakers are speaking to a yeah. Zoom right now and all they see is audiences icons. Oh, that's a pretty small guy right there. Then yep. you come off the plane, wow, that dude's huge. Oh my God. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It, it's going to be real cool. So, so I'm, I'm super excited. Our, our, one of our goals with that retreat every year is just to come and chill. You know, there are other things that we're going to do and get together and, and push ourselves, you know, push our bodies, push our minds, stuff like that. Um, teaching things that with purpose infused brotherhood with the brotherhood itself, but also other events that include men from all around the country. Um, but one of the things I want to do is any of the members of our brotherhood definitely would just want to get together and hang out, just chill. We're going to do some hiking, stuff like that, kind of sit in nature, connect that energy, um, and just kind of, uh, enjoy the time together, sit around a campfire. We're going to play some music, sing some songs and, uh, tell some stories. Nice. Get some Kumbaya going. That'd be good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we we, might, we probably might break that out too. <laughs> just for shits and giggles. So uh, someone's going to, someone's going to be able to play the guitars. It'd be good. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you said you have guys from all across the country. Do you have anyone from Tennessee coming up? We do not have anyone from Tennessee. Nope. Okay. Uh, I think no furthest, yeah, yeah. So furthest south, I think, is right now is is Maryland. As we head okay. west up into Michigan, we got some Michigan, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Jersey, Maryland, almost down in Virginia. He's almost in Virginia, um, California, Canada, up in the Toronto area, I believe that's where he's wow. from. Um, so we got guys all over the place, but yeah, some of the guys because it, it's you know COVID and traveling and all that kind oh, of yeah. stuff too. So. Um, we're going to have about 10 guys there, 10 to 12 guys come in uh, that, that can make it because of all we're going to, we're going to have a, a hell of a good time. And 10 is better than the zero you could have had last year. So this, is, <laughs> this is a big plus. That is true. That is true. So, so when uh, someone joins your brotherhood or for a start the initiation mm -hmm. uh, information call with you, I guess it's with you alone. Right. And, uh, what do you go through on that call? And then how do you get them transformed yes. into becoming part of the brotherhood? Well, they actually end up going through an initiation program. But when, when I, get on, on, when I come in and, and talk with guys I, who are interested in uh, brotherhood is uh, I just sit down with an initiation process. Uh, and basically what that is, is, is an eight week step to be able to go through that Phoenix cycle. Uh, the first two weeks are, uh, Burn down the old self. Uh, it gets pretty heavy. It gets pretty heavy. It gets quick. And, and the reason is because all those things that we don't really want to deal with, we need to. We need to burn them down. And then weeks 
two six are all about rebuilding that purposeful man. You know, who do you want to be? What do you want to look at? Why do you want to do these things? You like, what is it? What do you want to be? What kind of career do you want to be? Where where do you want to see yourself in one to two to three years? How do you want to act? What are these core characteristics of the new man that you want to be? And out of the act, burning down that old self comes that new and uh, and then the week six is really getting initiated into the brotherhood and looking at, hey, how do I move forward from here? How do I design my life that's going to keep me centered? So every day, you know, all the things I do in my life, it's work. kids and, and, and uh, you know my career or i'm a coach here or you know football coach here um, baseball coach here i can help out in my community it's how do we take all those things stay centered and be the best for every single day and then as they join week three they start being introduced to the brotherhood kind of getting a feel of what we do we got guys that are welcome and welcome and it's cool because like guys are going through the process and we're you know we're we're they're telling I did this activity this week, this this action strategy this week, and it was tough. Not to sit on the surface and be like, here, I had to go a couple real with my I have these conversations with guys in the brotherhood, and it's like, you know, other guys who have gone through it, other guys who have like, yeah, I wasn't fun at all, but weak process, but basically to always be able to go through that phoenix cycle of burning the old self down from those ashes, rebuilding the new self. And then, and then the last looking at here's who I want to be. How can I utilize? But to help every and expand that out to everybody around me and into my, my family, my community. That's awesome. And uh, I like the, I like the approach. It's not really a military way of destroying someone and building them back up. You kind of just let them break themselves down slowly, realizing the problem, and yeah. identify it, and then they start to build with their brothers that action plan moving forward. So that, that's a really bluntly to them. You tell them what they're going to go through. Mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of dudes that'll just say, oh, I'm not going through that. I'm hanging out. Goodbye. And you'll never hear from them again. But then there are those guys that say, I need that. Yeah. I need, that's, like, that's my come to Jesus moment now. I need this now. And I need to move forward with my life in a better way than I am right now. I need to walk yeah. purposely. Uh, like the purpose of Jesus yeah. Brotherhood will, will teach them as they go forward. And those are the ones that you really want Correct. in the program because then they'll actually push it for others. Say, look, it worked for me. And you know I was a knucklehead. Right. It'll work for you. <laughs> Absolutely, man. And, and I was a knucklehead and it worked for me. So something has to be going – did pretty well on this. So. <laughs> But no, and that's true, man. And you don't, and any coach out there, you know, any, anybody just like here, you know, you don't want to get on uh, for your podcast and and not have that conversation. That's going to help your audience out. Uh, You want to, you want to be able to have that. So uh, nobody wants to work with someone. You know, I'm sure you saw it in the military as a, as a teacher and a a high school baseball coach for many years. uh, I've seen just don't want to work. They're not coaching. That Those are definitely guys I don't want to work with because I, I frankly don't. Have... Some people are like, oh, that sounds mean, but it's not mean. You know, it's it's going to be. 
Right. And more for every good person that you get. Instead of helping somebody that doesn't help themselves. So for every good person you have, there's that Mm -hmm. one person that you have to put a lot of time and energy into. And like you said, the military, if we had one bad apple, that bad apple would take about seven hours of your day. So you're losing most of your day to one bad apple, trying to straighten them out or push them out while the rest of your soldiers have to work on their own, basically to be their best version of themselves. Yeah. And that's not fair. That's not fair for everybody else. You're not getting the same attention or it's not about attention. The same opportunity. More time has to be devoted to this, this other person. So the training won't be the same. The information won't be the same, but you know, at the same time, you know, you go through that stuff. Sometimes doing things by yourself is a good thing. You know, as well as being there with brothers. It's a lot different than right. Definitely, it it. It's much better to have a sort of band of brothers around you than to be in a boat by yourself with half a oar trying to go down river. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or up <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Or up river. That's even worse. I've fallen out of the boat. Or you're in a still pond. Or you're just going around in a circle around. <laughs> and honestly, sometimes, you know, that's, as men, that's kind of the way we feel, you know. We're going around and around in a circle. And we're like, damn, where's that other ore? I can really use that right now. And uh, uh, and that's really what you know. I help men do. I help men find that other ore. I help men go and, and point in the direction that they and and, and move that direction. You know, and I always, we always talk about it in the brotherhood too. Is the difference between a tugboat and a lighthouse? And lots of times, you know, sharing my story, I was trying to be everything for, and I was being nothing for myself, and that's a problem that providers and protectors and what we talk about is the tugboat and the lighthouse well the tugboat will go out and save and save and save and and basically hook up and pull the ship back in well the ship the tugboat just keeps going out and wearing itself out but the lighthouse does the same thing it sits but it stays in one it puts itself planted firmly in the ground and just shines its light out it does the same thing but it ain't doing that a tugboat's going to do it's not doing the work there. So every just like you, pocket, misfit nation. You know you're shining your light out there, and some people are going to be like, see that light, and they're going to be like, yeah, I love it, man. Let's let's yes, I get a lot of it, this out, and I'm going to take this, and I'm going to spread that information out as well. And some people are going to look at me like that's stupid. You know, some people are going to go through the light now, not need it, but then they're going to come back through the light, and they're going to be like, hey, man, I, I really need this, and thanks, Rich, for for doing what you do. We always talk about be the lighthouse. You know, find out what it is that shines your light and then shine that out as bright as you can. And and the more that you build and stay centered in that, which is what we help guys do together, we build battle and bond together. Well, that helps my light stay bright and shine out more. And the the more we help other men do that, the more we have a better world. Because, you know, if we're helping men, we're focused on men just in my coaching aspect, but this also applies to women too. When men and women shine their light out, everybody else, everybody wins. It's it's a dichotomy. 
Oh, definitely. And I've seen it on both sides. I see the women that give everything to everyone else and then slowly burn out and break. And they don't realize the why because no one is moving forward for them. They're moving forward for everyone else at the time. And the same goes for both both genders. There's always the people that give, give, give. And there's always those people that just keep taking until they kill you. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want those leeches. (laughs) <laughs> yes and if, you, if you don't teach them not to be leeches they're just going to keep doing it and once you That's once it. you break that habit they'll be much better in life so if there was three three qualities of a person you'd want to join uh the, the infused brotherhood what would those three qualities be well i would say the first quality be is um is accountability and ownership you know accountability is important for that person to have And the reason why that is is because it's your life. It's their life. I'm not here to tell them what to do. I'm not here to say this and that. That's, that's not the coaching and the kind of I do. None of, none of the brothers, every brother in here, you're yourself. I'm not going to be here to sit here and hold you accountable. We're going to help hold yourself. So the first quality I would say is somebody that, hey, I, I want to be accountable or I am accountable to myself. So that would be the first one. The other one is honesty. Um, honesty is the best policy, and, and that's what we are. You know, we're open and honest because, you know, if I'm not honest with myself and you're not honest with yourself coming into the brotherhood, it's probably not going to out too much. You will, you, those guys will initiation program um, because they won't be honest with themselves. They won't get what they need. And then they'll be like, Hey, you know, I don't think this is working for me. And I'll be like, yeah, it probably isn't. Cause you're not being honest with yourself and that's okay. Your life, you can do that if you want. So I would say accountability, honesty, and the last one I would I would say is trust. You know, we, we gotta be have that quality of trust that I can I can open because well, see, trust and vulnerability go together. And I can trust you, which means I then can be vulnerable, or vice versa. If I can be vulnerable with you, I can trust you. So it kind of goes hand in hand there with the trust and vulnerability. But, you know, I think a trusting person allows other people to be vulnerable. So I can share with you things that I probably wouldn't share with somebody else. You know, my buddies, I hang out with and stuff like that. We watch football, things like that, go play and stuff like that. You know, like usually, you know, we're, we're talking about other stuff. We, we're not going deep, but there's other guys that I can go deeper with. Those are the guys I really, I, I, I honor, I trust, I respect. Um, and I appreciate for being able to go deeper, but I also honor, I respect and appreciate that's, we need that too. So that's what, I would say accountability, um, trust, and I totally just forgot the middle one. The middle one, that's it. Honesty. Honesty. Honesty, there we go, that's what I mean. Because I trust and vulnerability, I'm like, four. So I'm doing, I'm a, so I'm I'm counting. I'm like, wait, he said three, but I said four. That's not. But I I, yeah, so I had to uh, throw a little algebra in there for me to yeah, keep me guessing. Yeah, yeah. And and I uh, <laughs> my my ADHD brain squirrels out a lot too, and I'm like, oh yeah, squirrel, look over there. But <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, I know you have multiple platforms people can get in contact with you. What are the best ways to get in contact with you based off those platforms? I would say 
We have a face a free Facebook group on uh, uh, obviously on Facebook. I was going to say it's Purpose Infused Brotherhood on on Facebook. Um, so we have a free group there. I'm also on uh, Instagram, uh, Purpose Infused Brother. I'm also on LinkedIn, Purpose Infused Brotherhood, and um, go check out Build Battle Bond. And uh, right now I have on there three, uh, the top three ways to become the best version of yourself. It's a three-day video series. Uh, it's free. You just got to put your two to three days in a row. Um, and, and that just looks at how can you be the best version of yourself and what does it give you a video train. PDF that goes with it or an action strategy that goes with it each day uh, for three days and just kind of is a small snippet of some of the things that we do in the brotherhood uh, and things that we kind of get ourselves keep ourselves centered um, in there and that'll come right to your email for three days um, so that's what I would say head to head to build battle bond if you want some more information there too that's actually going to give you a good lead in and say hey if this is valuable to me here process has and the brotherhood has for me so that's just a good way to kind of peak of, of all the things and the value that the purpose of Jews brotherhood offers awesome uh clay thanks again for taking some of your time to be on the show and i look forward to seeing where do you the purpose the purposeful infusion that was great chatting with clay and learning his story and most of all what he's doing now with the infused brotherhood be sure to reach out to him through all his platforms listed in the show notes, and he will take you on a journey you won't regret. You know how we do this. Thanks for taking some of your time to spend with us on The Misfit Nation. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and share your link as much as possible. Make sure you visit our YouTube channel as we have videos posted there weekly. If you want to, please become a supporter. If you know someone that's out there looking to support an up-and-coming podcast, send them our way through themisfitnation.com. And message us. We appreciate you. If you know someone who has that energy, who has a great story, who has a product that you know the world needs to hear about, have them visit our website, misfitnation.com. Reach out to us. We'll get back to people within one day. So as always, till next time, be humble, stay hungry, and keep hustling because we are the Misfit Nation. <laughs>